Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning to you. I'm Kristen Smith on Wax 104.5 along with... Joe Welke. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. You know, I was on my way down to Warren's Cranfest on Friday. <laughs> and you laugh. You know exactly what happened. Yes, I went down there and I had cheesecake on a stick. Did you bring me some? I tried. I don't think it would have made it. Yeah, right. Over Whatever. the entire weekend. Uh-huh. There was cranberry cream puffs, so at least <laughs> I got that. Did you bring one of those? You didn't bring me one from the state fair. Well, I figured that's what was going to come back to haunt me forever. Well, yeah, and then I had kettle corn, too. Oh, mm-hmm. I like kettle corn. I know. It's amazing. But, you know, the one there was a bunch of stuff. with me. Obviously, we had a great time. Nobody found me, though, to give me a penny. So I would direct them. So I think the rate is too low, and they think I'm going to give bad advice, Jill. Well, I was just looking out for them because I figured if they supported your habits <laughs> down there, they wouldn't be able to support their oh, own. come on. It's a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a great time, though. We actually, my sister bought this large gift for my niece and my nephew who were just married here in August, and it's heavy. I mean, it took two of us to carry it. And there was no way we were carrying it from. If you've been to Warren's, it's one end of town to the other. And we, of course, were parked on the wrong end. So there was no way we were going to carry this through thousands of people. So we found Dwayne, the golf cart driver. He drove us all the way there, all the way back to the car, and then he left us. But he was so nice, and he was saying about like how Warren's has been, how it became, how it started, and how long everything has been going on. He's been doing it since the beginning. 49 years he's been there. Wow. That's a long time. It's worked worked almost as long as Bob's worked here. I know, right? And then the I think the best thing though, it wasn't even at Warren's. We were on our way, so you're driving through Jackson County. What's in Jackson County? Not the prisoners. We don't want to talk <laughs> I didn't see any of them on the loose. Well, I think you were talking about some elk herd or yes, moose herd. The what were you elk talking herd. About? We got to see it on Friday morning. They didn't hit your car. No, no. They were out in a bean field. Some poor farmer's beans are gone. <laughs> but, I mean, they were huge. I mean, the cows, of course, are out there. They're all collared. 
And then if you looked back in the distance, here was the big boy. And he was massive. And he was watching his ladies. Well, that's good. Did you see any calves out there, too? The younger ones. I mean, they weren't little, little. They were good size. But you could tell they were definitely calves versus the full-blown cows. I was just curious how they were doing for procreation. Well, I didn't ask. I, I mean, I guess I could have, but I think somebody would have been upset if I'm running through their bean fields at like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. I heard you had a little episode of trying to eat at McDonald's, though. Oh, my gosh. So we always eat at McDonald's when we go to Warren's. Every single time. And guess what? They weren't open before 6. I thought they were 24 hours. Apparently, they open at 6. And, man, so then, so you had to do something else. I what went did you do? to Wisconsin's finest quick trip. <laughs> you know? And it was, it was very good. They had hot food early in the morning. You can't complain about that. No, you can't. So, yes, it was a busy Friday. And that was just my Friday. Elk, Dwayne, the golf cart driver. We had a joy at Cranfest, and I slept like a rock that night. <laughs> well, you probably put on about 10,000 miles. Um, Maybe. Maybe 10,000 or more. But we'll <laughs> talk more about that coming up in just a little bit. For those who work in Acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, now that everyone knows that I was at Warren's Cranfest and had a fabulous time with my family, which it was a lot of fun, we got to talk about today. We got right now 48 degrees in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area. Looking at a partly cloudy day today with a high of 58 degrees, only a little bit warmer. Tonight, 37. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and 56 degrees. And then. Clear, cold, and frost likely tomorrow night. So cover up those plants. And if you're out and about this morning, it is that cooler time of the year. Guess what's out and moving? The deer. Nine deer this morning, one fox, and a lot of these raccoons that we don't want to talk about. And it is 501 on WAXXO Claire 104.5 FM. It is the time of the morning to check in this morning with some national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Tropical Storm Ian is expected to become a hurricane Monday. Florida has activated more than 2,000 National Guard members as the storm intensifies and nears the state's coast. The National Hurricane Center says Ian is currently packing maximum sustained winds of 70 miles per hour and should make landfall later this week. With all of Florida under a state of emergency and bracing for Ian's arrival, Governor Ron DeSantis is urging residents to prepare for power outages, fuel disruptions, and evacuations. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is calling for funding to help in the fight against fentanyl. They're trying to get children younger and younger to take this horrible, horrible drug. This is nothing short of despicable. On Sunday, he said he wants $290 million in federal funds to fight rainbow fentanyl, highly addictive fentanyl pills that look like candy. Schumer added it has law enforcement on edge. The funds would be used to ramp up dozens of overdose response strategy teams across the country. A record number of Americans died from drug overdoses in 2021. Fentanyl said to be 50 times more powerful than heroin. California Governor Gavin Newsom isn't considering a presidential run in 2024. He made that announcement while speaking in Texas over the weekend, saying it's not happening. There had been speculation the Democrat could be in play if President Biden didn't seek re-election. Newsom is running for re-election to a second term as governor of California in November. And Representative Elise Stefanik says the media is trying to divide Republicans, but she claims those efforts are not working. 
left. We are united to House Republicans, whether it's the Freedom Caucus, whether it's the Republican Governance Group or the Republican Study Committee. Appearing on Fox News Sunday, the New York Republicans' comments came after she was asked if the House GOP's commitment to America agenda was a distraction from party divisions. She also doubled down on her criticism of Democrats, saying they have no plan when it comes to dealing with issues like the economy or southern border. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. That's right. The crack of dawn never sounded so good until Jill and I came on board. (laughs) Now it's fabulous. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Now, could you imagine you, me, and Bob all in here at the same time? No. What? (laughs) I think it would be fun. Well, it would be fun, but it'd be my... It'd be a... Um, I'm we'll not... put him on the other microphone. Yeah, right. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jill, we have rodeos here in Wisconsin. We do. And I'm kind of glad we are not in California. Tell me what is going on in California with the rodeos. Well, like you said, you should be if you're a rodeo fla- fan, be glad that you're not in California. A ban on equipment used at rodeo events, including ropes, spurs, and straps, as well as events themselves. Whoops, I lost my spot. <laughs> they were voted down <laughs> by California's Alameda County Board of Supervisors. The board did agree to forbid a ranch rodeo event known as Wild Cow Milking, where a team tries to get milk from a cow turned loose in an arena. Now that would be an adventure. <laughs> the two board supervisors who pushed... For the ordinance, were reported as saying banning rodeo in their county was not in their best intent. Well, I don't understand that. Okay, so rodeo, as as I've seen them here in Wisconsin, they have ropes. I mean, they have spurs and straps. Well, okay, what are you supposed to do? Drive past a field and that's your rodeo? I'd, I don't quite understand. It seems like maybe they need to experience it a little bit more and understand what they're banning yeah. instead of just saying, oh, that's not okay. Because I think wild cow milking would be just a hoot. Well, I think so too. But at the same time, what farmer has gone out into a field and tried to milk a cow as she's running around? <laughs> I actually have milked. Oh my gosh. <laughs> not when they're running around, but when we had dairy cows. <laughs> I had one of my cows uh, ended up outside on the grass, so I hand milked her for quite a while. Well, she was on the grass. Right. She was. But she but wasn't she was... running around through the field and you're trying to catch her. No, but I bet you we have, my kids showed beef cows for a long time, and I bet you we could go milk some of them. Yeah. They wouldn't be. Beef are a little <laughs> bit more docile than some of these dairy cows. <laughs> But I just, that shocked me when I read that this morning. I'm like, a ban on rodeo events, including the ropes, the spurs, and the straps, and why not the event themselves? Why would you think about canceling that? Why, what are you going to do in a rodeo without those equi- that equipment? It's tools. That's why I well, always yeah. look at it. You it's can't a even tool. put anything it's on a horse. A... You can't ride the bull. You can't, you can't do anything. Yeah, no, I don't agree. Ay, ay, ay. I tell you people these days. But, hey, we're in Wisconsin, so we are still good. We still have rodeos going on. Yes, and they are very well attended lately. (laughs) That is true. But you know what else is interesting about this time of year? The weather, Jill. I am not a fan 
Right now, we're at 48 degrees in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area. It's going to be a partly cloudy day today, high 58. Tonight, mostly clear and 37. So we're kind of right in the middle of our day. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. I'm going to enjoy that. 56 tomorrow night, clear, cold, and frost. Low of 31. Ugh. Wednesday, sunny and 59. Wednesday night, a few clouds, 37 degrees. Temps in the area, actually, they're not too bad. Medford's at 47. La Crosse at 52. Marshfield at 48. Green Bay at 50. Rice Lake, 46. Wausau, 48. Madison is at 51. Milwaukee's at 51. And we're at 48. But I'm not enjoying this weather, Jill. What are you going to do when it gets really cold? I'm going to complain even more. Yeah. As my dad told me yesterday, it's the gender that does the complaining. That's what he said. And I'm like, really? I take him to his doctor appointments. I don't really complain. I just put on more clothes. What do you do? do? We're in Wisconsin. Yes. Well, I do like my new coats, so. Of course you do. I do look forward to that. You're so fashionable. Oh, yeah. So, yes. I'm sitting here in a t-shirt and a flannel. (laughs) She's so funny. We got to get to morning markets. Those are coming up next. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. This morning's market's brought to us by Burrow Mutual Insurance. We're going to start out with our cash livestock. Choice fed beef steers are 143 to 159 and a half with mixed at 96 to 142. Choice fed beef heifers are 142 to 152 with mixed at 80 to 141. Choice fed Holstein steers are 130 to 145. With select and silage fed steers, 80 and a half to 129. Cows are 65 to 99 with bulls at 65 to 118. Butcher hogs are 75 to 90 with sows at 59 and down. Boars are 22 to 26. Shorn market lambs are 90 to 102. Unshorn market lambs are 80 to 102. And feeder lambs are 75 to $2. Thank you, Jill. And now we're going to look at the Mercantile Exchange. Bear with me. Our printer was running out of ink today. We've got live cattle for October at 144.25. That's down 60 cents. December's at 148.55, down 80 cents. February's at 152.70, down $1.07. Feeder cattle for September's at 178.12, down 7 cents. October's at 178.35. Looks like it's at up 37 cents. And November's at 178.25, up 20 cents. Lean hogs for October's at 92.62, down $1.50. December's at 82.80, down 287, and February's at 87.05, down 270. And on the Chicago Board of Trade, we've got your December corn down three at 673. Your December oats down nine at 386. November beans down a penny at 1424. December soybean meal was up 30 cents to 423.60 a ton. December wheat down 11 at 869. Looking at the dairy side, barrel cheese down a half a cent to 218 and a half. Your blocks were down four cents on Friday to $1.96. Your AA grade butter was up a quarter cent to 313 and a quarter. And looking at those class three futures for September unchanged at 1987. Get your earmuffs out. October down 56 cents to 2090. November down 57 cents to 2070. December down 75 cents to 2043. January down 58 cents to 2039, and those markets continue downward trending through June of 23. Again, this morning's markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And Jill, what did you do to my Class 3 prices? I I missed one Monday here a week ago, and the markets were going up. I come back, and now they're down. In my defense, they (laughs) were going up last week. I don't know, maybe it's just you coming back today that made them go in the tank. They went down on Friday. (laughs) Well, 
Well, then Bob was back. They were up oh. when I was um, when I was alone last week. They were going up. And we're going to blame t- it on Bob. Okay. Okay. So maybe, hopefully, tomorrow when he comes back, the markets will be afraid of him and they'll go back up. I hope so. I hope so, too. <laughs> we're going to have some fun this morning, catching with some news. And we got a calendar item. Jill, let's touch base on that real quick. What's that calendar item? There is a on-farm cow-calf workshop tonight from 515 till 8 o'clock. It's at the Jim Ellis Farm in Buffalo County. His address is actually Independence, but it's Buffalo County Extension is putting it on, and they have quite a few speakers there. So that is an on-farm cow-calf workshop tonight from 515 to 8 o'clock. It does say RSVP is required, but it is free. Reach out to Extension at Buffalo County and see if there's still room for you. Oh, good news. We like that. Well, we got to keep moving on here. And again, this morning's markets and a little bit of our calendar items were brought to you. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. 18 minutes after 5 o'clock. And a little bit of news for you today. According to the Wisconsin Ag Connection, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources is offering first-time hunters or those who need a refresher an opportunity to enroll in a hunter education course. Adults who are 18 and older may complete their hunter education certification requirements entirely online. More than 20,000 people take hunter safety courses in Wisconsin each year. And if you were born on or after January of 1973, it is required to have a hunter safety license to purchase a license unless hunting under the mentored hunting law. I can honestly say I was born after 1973. How, how about you, Jill? I was not. Oh, she was not. <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> I knew you were coming with it. <laughs> I could see it in your eyes. Yep. Well, we're going to be hearing from Jill in just a little bit on... The FFA band, right? The FFA band. Monty Dunham has been guiding their band for 25 years. Excellent. And he's looking forward to continuing on. I caught up with them down at the state fair. So that's kind of what my lead-in is for the audio. I'm down at the Wisconsin State Fair. I met up with an icon at the Wisconsin State FFA band. Monty Dunham. He's been a part of that band for 25 years. First of all, whatever made you make the decision to be a part of this organization and keep it going? Well, you'd have to go back to um, high school when being a part of FFA was important because I grew up on a farm. And then my friend Peter, who's actually the state FFA choir director now, he's a year older than me. He came in and said, hey, I did this FFA band thing last year. I think you should do the FFA choir or band. And because I was running late on my application, I chose to do the choir because it was easier. And then I got in and then never really switched out of choir because I had friends in there. And when we do these things, we realize that music's very important. But the relationships you make and the friends you have are really what it's all about. So when I was in choir, I had developed my friends. So even though well, my degree is in band and choir, but I knew I wanted to 
probably do band, but but even so, I stayed in the choir just because my friends were there. Well, then teaching career starts and blah, blah, blah. And I guess 1998 must be the year where there was an opening for the FFA band director. And I thought, you know, I'd love to apply for that because it'd be fun to give back to the kids a similar experience to what, you know, what we had had when we were in it. And no plan at that time to keep doing it you know, for 25 years, but, you know, 98 to now, so, I mean, I guess it's 25 years, so it's been fun. And I know you've made a huge impact on so many kids. Any idea how many kids have been in the band from year to year? Just a guesstimate? So if you did 25 years of band with an average membership of 65, you'd wind up somewhere around 1,400 but then, of course, there are overlaps. So if you divide that by four, oh, probably somewhere in the five, six, seven, eight hundred FFA member range. And again, remember, FFA membership is the key concept or the key component to your membership in the band. They're members of FFA first, and then they choose, or because they play in band and they enjoy it, they choose to be a part of this and do the process and audition and get in. But I suppose, I mean, if I want to state the big number, I suppose it's in excess of fifteen hundred. But that would be counting everybody every year, and some of them were multiple years, so probably a few less than that. That's quite an impact. And the relationships, you talked a little bit about the relationship that you develop as a choir member. How do you think that directs you to guiding these FFA members to develop relationships in the band? Well, we try to plan things uh, so they have time to get to know each other. We try to give them opportunities within rehearsal and outside rehearsal where they can literally just connect with the other kids. Um, one of the things I'm really proud of is, you know, we do a three-day run at the state convention, which is a fairly structured activity, and we come here to the fair, and the time outside of our performances is a, is a little bit of free choice. They can go to the midway, they can do this. We just make sure there's no kid. And some of the returning veterans members are good at this. They make sure there's no kid that's alone, make sure they're all a part of it. Um, I don't know. Other than that, I guess it's the fun and the things we do that just brings them together. Well, it sounds like you encourage some mentorship between the veteran band players and the new ones coming in. And that's pretty essential for getting everybody involved. Absolutely. Yeah. The four- and five-year members, because you can be in for five or until you're 21, um, you know, we recognize them to the younger people as people that they should reach out to or people that they should just get to know um, because they know the ropes, and they're good people, and they're good examples for everybody else. So, yes, we encourage it. It's not all that scripted, but we do encourage it. What have you gotten out of this position as the band director? Well, um, be a really long answer, or I can simply say a chance to interact with really good young adults, people who are going to be part of our future in some way, shape, or form, and you can, you, know, you just see them develop, and it's very gratifying. I think most people who go into education uh, receive a gratification just watching a student achieve something or watching them grow and excel beyond what they thought was possible. And that's really the core of, I guess, what's in it for me. Yeah, the concert we just had this afternoon, it's nice that there are about 20, 25 alumni that come back to visit um, it's nice that they want to talk to you afterwards. It's nice that they want to dance with you during our dance stuff. Um, and don't get me wrong, I really, really appreciate and, and enjoy that. 
But ultimately, I think it's when the students are in the band, just seeing them grow. Um, that's the thing that humbles me the most is the fact that if I've had any impact on them, it's been it's noticeable that they've grown, whether it's me just putting them in the right place or something that we did as a group to make them feel better. Okay. Let's take a little look at the future. Cheers for another 25 years. Well, um, I have no plans to stop doing this. Um, that's my safest answer, um, and I seriously don't. Um, there was a time about five years ago where, because my kids were all in college and things, it was just a, a time where there was a lot going on. Uh, we're past that now. Um, I retired from the regular classroom three years ago. So honestly, there's something therapeutic about being here and getting to work with kids. Because, you know, as, as you know, the education world, um, more and more demands on educators all the time. And that's fine. I mean, we chose to do this, but unfortunately some people who chose to do this are burning out and feeling stressed. Um, I don't have that because I retired at 57, um, but it's fun to, to have this chance still to connect with kids and still make music with them. You know, a person said to me once that, you know, your vehicle is music. It's the relationship and the interaction with kids that it's really all about. The science teacher has the same thing. Their vehicle is science. The coach, their vehicle is the sport, their coaching, or any number of other things. And so your question was, do I want to keep doing this another 25 years? Well, uh, I guess somewhere along the way, life will probably determine that for me. I, My dad's 91. Um, if I were looking like him at 91, maybe I could still do this. We'll just see. I always look forward to the performances put on by the state FFA Honors Band and Choir, whether it's at state convention or at the Wisconsin State Fair. And that was Monty Donham, director of the state FFA Honors Band. And I'm Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. Aw, the northern end of the world's longest <laughs> barn, Jill. You say that's so cute. Well, sometimes I forget when I'm actually recording. I'm like, oh, man, I got to say that. So then I had to uh, put it on later. Well, some good news there, some interesting news. It is interesting. And it's amazing to really wrap your mind around all the kids that he has affected and the de- relationships that have developed just from being part of that band. And Wisconsin, fun fact, there are not many states that have a state band and a state choir in the <laughs> FFA. Interesting. So Wisconsin is kind of one of a kind, I guess. Oh, definitely. We allow rodeos to not have bands on certain straps and spurs and what's next, cowboy hats. And, you know, we've got elk in Jackson County. We've got amazing food this last weekend at Cranfest. We've got fun stuff here. Absolutely. And we've got Bob Bosold. And we've got Kristen Smith. <laughs> and Jill Welke. <laughs> Oh, boy, we're going to get in trouble for that. <laughs> well, we got to keep checking in with markets. We've got Rocky Olson. He's coming in next. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's that time of the morning to give us, find out some information. Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock is going to feed us that information. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. You know, we forgot to say it when we said, you know, we've got Bob Bosold, we've got Kristen Smith, we've got Jill Welke. We forgot Rocky Olson. Well, that was nice. But we're going to need a payment, though. Okay. So I think <laughs> That's cheese... usually the way it works. Oh, of course. I think cheese curds, Jill. What do you think? Cheese curds? Absolutely. I okay. love cheese curds. All right. So it's a two-to-one vote, Rocky. 
All right. <laughs> All right. We'll catch us up. What's going on over at Premier Livestock in Withy? Uh, thank you, Kristen. Uh, good morning, everyone. <clears throat> this is how the week is uh, shaping up, uh, shaped up so far here at Premier Livestock. I uh, had a really busy week. We sold over 3,300 head of livestock. Uh, fed cattle trade is steady. Uh, high choice and prime Holstein steers 136 to 145. We topped uh, the week in the Holsteins at 148. Select and low choice Holsteins 124 to 135. Market cows sold strong. High yielding cows from 82 all the way up to 97. Many other cows from 68 to 81. Market bulls high yielding a dollar to a dollar 16 lower yielding 99 and down organic market cow sold every monday mostly from 90 to 115 uh newborn holstein bulk has big weeks on them once again we sold over a thousand calves last week uh the holstein bulk has mostly from 75 to 175 per head your beef k is 125 to 400 uh this week at premier we got two big dairy cattle auctions tuesday we get our special monthly dairy heifer auction we're expecting over 500 heifers for this tuesday uh several dispersals several heifers coming out of 27 to 32,000 pound herds. Uh, we'll sell all sizes of open heifers and all different gestations of bred heifers. Uh, if you're bringing heifers in, they should be in today, Monday, uh, this evening. Somebody will be here all night taking in cattle uh, or Tuesday morning before 9.30 in the morning if you want to get them all for preg checks. Then Wednesday, we got two big parlor freestall herds. We're expecting over 300 Holstein parlor freestall cows. Uh, also selling seven, several reputation groups of fresh cows, including some registered Swiss. Uh, we've got a registered Swiss bull coming off that same farm. And then we also do have a very nice uh, lineup of springing heifers as well. All the details on these upcoming auctions at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Uh, questions, call us, 715-229-2500. Don't forget, machinery auction will be coming up here in November. Uh, you can start bringing your consignments now for that auction. And then uh, also uh, next week, Tuesday, now that's going to be a special feeder catalog auction uh looking for a big auction a good auction and that's also going to be customer appreciation day that'll be next week tuesday call in those consignments and uh that's the way it's shaped up Kristen. you're gonna have cheese curds there i don't have cheese curds <gasps> in the plan but we'll have lot, lots of good stuff oh i i don't know if i can come without cheese curds okay well how about <laughs> this how about you come and you bring some cheese curds for everybody? oh right away <laughs> there you go I'll see what i can do rocky all right, have a good one. You Thanks. too. There he goes, Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock this morning. We've got more weather, news, and markets coming up on Wax. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We are 26 minutes before the 6 o'clock hour. Time to check in with our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Mike Dandria. See what's going on outside. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Kristen. How are you? I am fabulous. How are you? I had a very productive weekend, and it was I'm, I'm good. So <laughs> now we were talking a little earlier, and I was talking to Bob Gallagher uh, before about how chilly it is outside, uh huh, and cool beans. And then we started talking about chili beans, and then the beans that are actually out in the field are kind of cold. And then I had chili last night with beans. What do you have to say about chili beans? Well, I like uh, I like beans and chili. I know that that's really become a hot button topic, like pineapple on pizza lately. But uh, I think beans go in chili. That's just my thought. What but, kind of beans? Probably kidney beans. Okay. Um, you know, I just I I don't know. I would I would have to say kidney beans in my chili. A little bit of ground hamburger in there. Oh, oh yeah. Mint, mm-hmm. but not actual mint. I well, think you yeah. get what I was saying. If you put mint in chili, something's wrong with you, man. <laughs> yeah, that's I worse mean, than that, pineapple on pizza. That's something out of staters do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, catch us up. You know, 
This weekend it was kind of cold, and it looks like we have that nasty F word coming in here, you know, tomorrow night. Catch us up. What's going on? Yeah, so uh, today we're starting off not too, too bad. A little chill to the air, mostly into the mid to upper 40s. But uh, later today, we're really not going to warm up too much. We'll have some intervals of clouds and sun as we climb to the upper 50s. Later tonight, mid to upper 30s for our lows as those winds start to die down a little bit and uh, mainly clear conditions. So possibility for some patchy frost. Tomorrow, even cooler, even though we'll have a good bit of sunshine into the mid 50s for our highs. And then going into tomorrow night, frost is more likely and in some places possibly even a little bit of freeze as we dip to the low to mid 30s for our overnight lows. And then Wednesday starting off with a little bit of frost. Otherwise sunny, upper 50s for our highs, and then we get a little bit of a warm-up into the end of the work week. Mostly sunny for Thursday and Friday as we continue on with the dry trend, but uh, mostly into the mid to upper 60s for our highs. And the potential for hitting 70s on Saturday, mostly into the low 70s, and uh, quite a few places into the upper 60s. But still, good bit of sunshine for Saturday and Sunday with upper 60s. Right now in Eau Claire, we're looking at mainly clear conditions and a temperature of 47 degrees. You know, I'm dreading this cold weather coming in because I'm not a big cold weather fan. I know I live here, but I still don't like it. <laughs> but the one nice thing is the bees. Yes. Unless they're... you were at Lambeau Field yesterday. Yeah, no. Um... <laughs> there was a swarm on the goalpost. Really? Yes, it was on the news. They were talking about this swarm of bees on the goalpost. Luckily, no one got stung, but... Yeah, no kidding. They're trying to capture the queen so they can get the bees to follow her out. I had a wasp in my garage yesterday, and I have one of those little bug zappers <laughs> that, you know, you push the, the button, and it looks like a tennis racket, and I was, like, I was almost, like, hunting, like, running around the house looking for this wasp. Found him eventually, and he ended up going outside on his own accord. So. Oh, on his own accord. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> He uh, wasn't prompted or anything. Oh, I th- maybe he threw him outside and he was uh, less living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Mike, for the update. We'll catch you later. All right. Sounds good. Have a good one. You too. There he goes. Our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Mike D'Andrea, with us this morning. Our weather brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean, the world's largest kidney bean processor, based right here in Menominee, Wisconsin, wishes all the great Wisconsin farmers a productive and successful end to our 2022 growing season. With harvest just around the corner, it's the perfect time to be looking ahead to next year's rotation, which could include kidney beans. Kidney beans are competitively priced and highly profitable, making them a great addition to your rotation. Call Ben at 715-664-8342 or visit them at cvbean.com to see if growing kidney beans is right for you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. So we've checked in with a few markets, we've got our weather, and now we've got to check in with our news department. Morgan McCarthy joins us now, and Morgan, catch us up. What's going on in the newsroom this morning? Well, good morning. Here's what we're learning today. Out of the weekend and plugging back into a new week, we start with headlines that include U.S. Marshals arresting more than a dozen accused criminals. That was during a four-day operation. U.S. Marshals Service heading into the weekend says 15 suspects were arrested in Marathon and Wood Counties. It also says many of them are facing drug charges. At least one is facing child sex charges. We turn our attention to the political stage. As you might imagine, no shortage of action there. And Republican candidate for Governor Tim Michaels now says he would support legislation providing exceptions for rape and incest to Wisconsin's abortion law. It was on a Milwaukee radio program. It sounded like this. I am pro-life. Uh, I make no apologies for that. But I also understand that this is a representative democracy. And if the people, in, in this case the legislature, brought a bill before me, uh, as you just stated, I, I would sign that. 
Michaels is in a close race with Governor Tony Evers, who has previously said he supports the 1849 law criminalizing abortion as written. We'll show you different sides so you can decide with 715 Newsroom coverage. John DeMaster brings us the other side of the ticket with Wisconsin's governor criticizing his opponent this fall over those latest thoughts on abortion. Governor Evers Friday said Tim Michaels is being dishonest and is trying to hide his position on abortion from voters. Evers' comments come after Michaels said he'd sign a law adding exemptions to Wisconsin's 1849 abortion law. The governor's made abortion the centerpiece of his re-election bid and has spent millions of dollars on ads that call Michaels radical. Michael says he's pro-life but would sign the law if lawmakers sent it to him. I'm John DeMaster. Well, we're going to look a little bit closer at a neat story. You maybe saw this over the weekend on socials. A 3,000-year-old canoe was actually pulled from the Great Lakes region. This is a first. The Wisconsin Historical Society said a dugout canoe recovered from Lake Mendota last May is the oldest ever found in the Great Lakes region. It was used by indigenous people around the year 1000 B.C. It was a 14-foot canoe carved from a single piece of white oak, and uh, both canoes now being restored by preservationists. There was another one in the same area, 1,200-year-old one that was discovered last November. So some pretty neat historical stories going on around our state as well. And we go to Georgia, where the Carters rode in style. They may have been peanut farmers at one point, but over the weekend at the Plains Peanut Festival, they were royalty. Well, the crowd liked what it saw as former President Jimmy Carter and wife Rosalind rode in the back of a 1946 Red Ford convertible, also known as a ragtop. The car was gifted to them in 2021 by country superstar Garth Brooks and his wife. This year's gift was a license plate. A Secret Service agent browsing the Internet found a 1976 custom plate reading 46 RAG. That was also the year the Carters got married. The AJC reports the superintendent of the Carter National Historic Site bought it. and Carter's granddaughter drove to Suwannee near Atlanta to pick it up just in time for the parade. I'm Mark Woolsey. I don't think they have Bob's convertible, but they probably have some tractor tires to get back to work with as we go back to the barn with Kristen Smith, Joe Welke, and the Midwest Farm Show. And then just after 6, Alex Edwards rolls in. And while from there, it's anyone's guess what will happen on the Wax Morning Show. But we are live, local, and right along with you on Wax 104.5. I don't know who's more of a troublemaker, if it's Morgan or if it's Alex. I think the combination is lethal. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're both a little troublemaker. You know, she always says, I don't know what Alex is going to be into, but I think she's... I think she's a bit of an instigator. Ooh, I like that word, instigator. (laughs) We'll have to tell her that later on. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, we've got to keep moving here. We've got some morning markets coming in next. We'll be hearing from the Equity Altoona Barn coming up next. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's that time of the morning. We're about uh, 17 minutes before 6 o'clock. Time to check in with morning markets. We're going to head over to the Equity Altoona Barn and check in with Jim, Lindsay, and Jim. Catch us up. What's going on? Three to six hundred pound beef steers, dollar thirty to two fifty five. Six to nine hundred pound beef steers, a dollar ten to a dollar ninety one. Three to six hundred pound beef heifers, a dollar twenty to a dollar seventy two. Six to nine hundred pound beef heifers, a dollar fifteen to a dollar sixty three. Three to six hundred pound Holstein steers, a dollar to a dollar seventy nine. Six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers, ninety to a dollar fifty one. Our next special feeder sale will be Friday, October 7th. We will be featuring bread beef cows at this sale. This will also be our 100th anniversary celebration sale. As usual, all feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to the upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock 
market consignment page and click on the Altoona market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. You too, Jim. Thank you so much. And now we're going to head over to the Stratford Equity Barn and check in with Jerry Fitzgerald. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Kristen, good morning to you and Jill. Uh, how are you ladies doing this morning? We're fabulous, of course. Okay, well, that's good. We and, get uh, to talk to you. Oh, wow. Well, that's interesting, See, I guess. chivalry still yeah. exists. Yep, and uh, I guess uh, usually in the mornings, like, some, uh, I talk to Jill, or you guys are always, uh, did you have any episodes with uh, the four-legged creatures this morning, or are they all sleeping yet? Oh, no, they are out and about. I had nine deer, one fox, and several deceased raccoons that did not die by my hands, or my tigers, or anything to do with me. Okay, well, it's. Uh, I guess the point we're trying to make is uh, uh, they're they're out there, and that's that time of the year. And with all the farm work and uh, all the vehicles on the road and farm equipment and buses, uh, we have to be careful. I guess so. We, uh, I guess, uh, put your cell phones uh, under the seat or something, or wherever you can reach them. <laughs> exactly. Well, you've got farm equipment going to be moving here too, with the soybean harvest coming up. You've got wheat note harvest, and then corn harvest. Gravity boxes, chopper boxes, all that's going to be moving soon. Yeah, it is. Well, anyway, we'll give the folks an update here at Equity Stratford. And again, uh, uh, you ladies are always on top, and Bob is too, on top of the um, other markets, the grain markets, which are up and down, up and down. Fortunately, uh, the livestock thing has been pretty steady, so... We will get into what's going to happen this week here at Equity Stratford. Again, Jill, uh, Kristen and Jill, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And a full marketing week here on tap here at Equity Stratford. Like I said, most markets were steady last week. So uh, those prices you can get if you're interested on our website. But anyway, we're going to move forward here on uh, Monday morning. We get started right away here this Monday morning here at Equity Stratford with market cows. And we sell those this morning along with the fed cattle and market bulls. We get to those baby calves at 11.30 this morning. And Tuesday, tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, we start with the hay auction. Uh, already got hay on the consignment list, including a consignment of small squares. I know folks are always looking for them small squares. Not too many people making them anymore. So we'll have a, we'll have uh, small squares available for you folks tomorrow. Ten o'clock hay auction. Uh, Eleven o'clock tomorrow we do sell organic market cows along with the conventional market cows. Our Wednesday auction uh, uh, starts ten o'clock in the morning here. Full marketing day on Wednesday, including. Uh, uh, Fed cattle, we feature our fed cattle on Wednesday along with sheep, hog, and goats, baby calves. Feeder cattle sale this week is a noontime start. Our Thursday auction does start 11 for marketing day, also on Thursday. Do you want to mention this morning, uh, just a little over a week away, we have this special bread beef cow sale coming up here at Equity Stratford, and that will be on Wednesday, October 5th, a noontime start. We have cows consigned for that already, so if you folks uh, uh, have cows you want to be selling on that special bread beef cow sale, we'll also take in breeding bulls. Uh, let us know. We'll put on the consignment list, and that will be Wednesday, October 5th at 12 noon. So uh, that's uh, all I have uh, this morning for you ladies. Uh, we will be back here tomorrow morning, give an update on how the markets are transpiring today. And uh, again, folks, do drive careful. So um, over in our area here over the weekend, a very tragic accident. So, uh, but anyway, do... Like I said, we'll be back here tomorrow morning, give an update, and uh, uh, like I said, the grain market's up and down, the dairy markets are up and down, nothing really too steady, is there? Nope, not really. I mean, everything goes up and down, and I'm, if you look back two weeks, though, actually the markets are pretty close to what they were two weeks ago, so they go up and then they come down, and I just have to pick on Jill that I leave for one week, and, you know, look what happens. 
Well, the, the, my understanding is that uh, you were at the uh, Warren's Cranberry Festival, so how was that? Oh, that was amazing, of course. We got to see the elk herd on the way down and spent my husband's money. So, I mean, I, I, you can't go wrong. <laughs> Well, that is, well, well, I guess we can't beat that, but, uh, well, seriously, though, uh, how is the cranberry harvest this year, and what are the prices? Uh, I didn't check on the prices, but from what they're saying, the cranberry harvest is looking good. So you brought some back for Bob, right? Of course not. <laughs> well, your husband ran out of money, huh? <laughs> that, that happens. Jill told the listeners on Friday that if they ran into me, they had to pay me a penny to get advice, and I didn't get one penny. Well, unfortunately, we can't send you anything over the phone, but uh, uh, we'll thank you for all your uh, for all your advice and your uh, knowledge, anyway. So, well, if you decide to go, you let me know, and I'll tell you right where to go, which which spots are the good ones, and what's the good buys, the must haves, and what what you don't want to look at. Oh, I see. Well, it's uh, been several years since I've been in Warren, so but it's it's just a, a the whole community just kind of quadruples in size or whatever. It's just a great event for those. So, folks, if you've never been there, I certainly uh, encourage you to go. So, well, anyway, we'll t- better turn it back to you ladies, uh, and we'll you guys have a nice day, and we'll talk to uh, the big man tomorrow morning. Sounds good, Jerry. Have a good one. Thank you. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald, over at the Stratford Equity Barn. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. So we're at 48 degrees right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area, looking at a high of 58 today, partly cloudy. Tomorrow's going to be mostly sunny and 56. But when you get home tomorrow afternoon, make sure to cover up your flowers and your plants because there is likely going to be some frost. We're going to take a look at our markets one last time. On the Chicago Board of Trade, we've got your December corn down three at 673. December oats down nine at 386. November beans down a penny at 1424. December soybean meal up 30 cents at 423.60 a ton. December wheat down 11 at 869. On the dairy side, barrel cheese down a half a cent to 218 and a half. Your blocks were down four at $1.96. Double A grade butter was at up a quarter cent to 313 and a quarter and your class 3 futures for September were unchanged at 1987. October down 56 cents to 2090, November down 57 cents to 2070, December down 75 to 2043, January down 58 to 2039 and the markets were downward through June of next year. Country elevators in the area, we've got Golden Plump in Arcadia at 618 for corn. Baldwin is at 613 for corn, 1344 for beans. Durand is at 603 and 1334. Mondovi, 608 and 1344. Elmwood's at 613 for corn and 1349 for soybeans. Fall Creek is at 598 and 1319. Osseo's at 618 and 1349. Elk Mount is at 618 and 1352. Sparta's at 660 for corn and 1345 for beans. Ellsworth's at 593. And soybeans are at 1319. Ethanol plants in the area are at 627 in Boyceville. Stanley's at 622. And New Richmond is at 620. That's a look at your morning markets. And Jill, we've got another item, a couple actually items, on our calendar. What's coming up here tomorrow? Well, tomorrow, Provision Partners is having a burn down day at the Auburndale Fertilizer Office at, at, from 10 to 1. Brad Matson talked about it last week. I believe there's snacks or lunch there too. So bring your corn stalks in. They'll grind them up and give you what their moisture is. That's tomorrow at the Auburndale Fertilizer Office from 10 till 1. Ah, and we've got a biggie. So that's 10 to 1 tomorrow. But then looking ahead a little bit next week, 
We got a big event starting actually on Sunday. We do. It is World Dairy Expo. Ooh, the big show. And they're starting off, as Kristen said, on Monday. They start and it runs through Friday. The Dairy Cattle Show is... Got to check that out. There's a trade show, education programs. Admission is $15 daily if you're 12 years and older. But you can buy those tickets or you can buy them right when you get there. You can see show schedules and get more information on their website at worlddairyexpo.com. Very good. And we've got another spooktacular event coming up here in October. And it's not Halloween, even though I'm going to dress up. Wow, you you dress up every day, I hope. Oh, wow. <laughs> I actually interviewed some 4-H'ers last Friday, and they're putting on Field of Screams 2022. It's Haunted Trail and Barn. It's October 20th, 630 to 8 o'clock, and that's the lights on night for young people and the people that are faint of heart, which would be me. But on October 21st, 22nd, 27th, 28th, and 29th, it runs from 7 to 10 o'clock out on Curview Road in Eau Claire. It's $12 admission or $10 with a non-perishable food item, and the benefits go to Feed My People Food Bank. Very nice. Which 4-H club is putting this on? Pleasant Hill Go-Getters of Eau Claire County. Hey, I like that. They're definitely go-getters. They're going to scream at people. Yeah, I, one of the members I uh, interviewed about it, I said, well, so what is your part in the field of screams? He says, I run the chainsaw. Oh, like, my gosh. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think they'll take the, the teeth off the blade this time. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, anyway. All oh, those poor kids will never, never see a chainsaw and think the same way again. Yeah, well, but it's it's really a good event. Field of Screams 2022. If you've ever been there, they put on quite a thing. They put a lot of, a lot of work, a lot of effort into it, and that's out on Curview Road. In Very good. And we'll be touching base on that as we get closer to that event as well. Well, it is that time of the morning. We got to keep moving on. We actually got to get outside and do some chores, and let Alex and Morgan, the troublemakers, come in next and see what kind of chaos they can cause. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report, available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi and the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadah. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.